Yo, 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 it's the white show. Yo, 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 this is The White Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. If this is your first time listening, I always like to start my episodes off the same way by giving thanks. I appreciate y'all. You know, we starting 2021 off great. I'm going to drop great content as much as I can. I didn't want y'all to wait any longer, so I'm going to keep this shit coming. Today, today, we have our first guest of 2021 and... The first female guest that I've had on my <laughs> show since 420 of 2020. That's crazy. I had to look that up because I kept thinking like, damn, when the last time I had a woman on my show? So I thought, why not go get somebody who's well-equipped and I have a great relationship with. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we have Cookie's Bad Sleepover. Miss Farron, how you doing? You put a lot of pressure on me with that. <laughs> I'm like, dang, now I got all these high expectations. Just a little bit. <laughs> right. But I do appreciate you letting me come and, and guest host with you. It's been a minute since I hopped on the mic, so I'm excited. Yes, yes, I'm excited too. And I think everybody going to like what we talk about because um, even though I don't like to talk about it as much, this is what people like to listen to the most. <laughs> And this is what most of my listens on my certain episodes come from. So today's topic is something we both came up with. And it's called, The Fuck is a Healthy Relationship Anyway? We talk often as far as like podcasting and bouncing ideas off of each other. And one conversation came up and I just blurted it out. I was like, the fuck is a healthy relationship <laughs> anyway? Like, what is that shit? Like, we all feel like we know what it is, so. It's so funny because it's like, you're right, we do talk often, and, and oftentimes it's just about, like, creative stuff, but we usually have the same perspective when it comes to relationships and dating and all of that, even though we're in different phases of our dating right. Life. But we, we usually kind of come to the same common ground when it comes to that. So I think that this is the perfect topic for us to do on a on a show because we are so different but still so, so much the same, if that makes sense. Right. No, it, it makes sense to me. <laughs> but we're going to make it make sense <laughs> today anyway. So the first little bullet point, you know what I'm saying, and I, I've been seeing it a lot. Like I said, we kind of talked about it before, but we're going to bring it to the light today. The, the phrase, introducing a vibe that you can't maintain. Now, me, you know, being on the man side, I see most of this coming from women. Because I don't really see a man telling a woman, don't introduce me to nothing you can't maintain. Um, I, I mean, I haven't. So, I, I'm not a woman. So, that's why you're here. But it's the truth, and you can vouch for me mm. that I'm not the typical female. Like right. the way that I move, the things that I believe in, like it's, it's not your average. So some of the things that we can say a man usually wouldn't say to a woman, I get that all the time. Like especially this particular thing. Like people always tell me, "Oh, you was different, and you pushed up on me, and this, this, and that." And in some cases, it's true. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I get this all the time. Okay. I see. I, I, I see. Well, my, my thing was with that phrase, as far as introducing the vibe you can't maintain, uh, most of the time when I see it, it's in reference to uh, something financial or some uh, basically a gesture or whatever it is a man might be doing to go out his way. Mm-hmm. 
some women take that as like, oh, you're trying to swindle me as far as me thinking that you got it all together because you're taking care of all of this. When it really is just like a nice gesture, like, hey, I like you enough that I want to take you to this expensive place. Now, that doesn't mean every week I'm going to be able to take you to this expensive place. Now, right. that at the same time, I'm not saying, hey, I'm taking, and not even the expensive place. I may not take you to Rue Chris, but I might take you to Longhorn. You can get the highest damn thing at Longhorn and get as many drinks as you want from Longhorn, and we good. I can see that. I can see, and so I guess if we're talking about from a man's standpoint, it's usually about the financial aspect. But, but from a female's, a female standpoint, I think that it's more about like the attention. Because mm. for me, I might like you up front. You know, we in the honeymoon phase. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah I'm going to give you more attention. I'm going to probably talk to you a little bit more. I might text you a little bit more than I might text my other niggas. But that's because right now you got my attention. But, you know, as you get to know a person or as you get more comfortable with a person, sometimes you start to see things that maybe not necessarily turn you completely off, mm-hmm. but... You know, you, you start to fall back a little bit, and then that's when it's like, okay, your vibe different. But, I mean, just like you said, it, in the early stages of it, it's, it's going to be different because it's a new thing. That's just like when a kid get a new toy. Like, the kid going to constantly want to play with that toy, but eventually that toy going to be in the closet with the rest of the toys. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it as a toy, because it's, it's one, one toy that make it to the bed every night. You know what I'm saying? They keep they they bring that teddy bear with them every night. But um I mean I don't like I said, I don't not just in a matter of finances, that's why I said gestures as well too. Because um getting flowers or you know, just just being very I guess overzealous to the point where you like you just trying to tell the girl, Hey, I I fuck with you and sometimes as time goes on, he may not do it as much, not to say he completely stops, because if he stops, then it's like, okay, well, damn. That's where the whole, don't don't, don't be, you did all that sweet shit at the beginning just to get me, now you're going to stop. It's like, no, I did it at the beginning, but now I'm trying not to oversaturate it. I want it to be meaningful. You know, I don't want to just keep showering you and you. Right. At least that's how I look at it in my mind. I don't want you to get so used to it to where it's just like, oh, okay, he just get that for me. But I wanted to at surprise the same you. time, though, you have to think, like, I think sometimes people do get a little too comfortable on, on both sides. I think yeah. people sometimes do get a little too comfortable to where once they feel like, okay, I already got this person, so I ain't got to put in as much effort. You know what I'm saying? Like, people right. Get people That's definitely like get when comfortable. Women, when women get, get a man, she start not doing as much to keep herself up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She might come out in, in a, a, the bonnet, the holy t-shirt, the big Look, on both sides, everybody get that happy weight on both sides. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, I, I do get the, the vibe statement to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but I think that at the same time, like, when you're dealing with a person, you have to understand, like, that person is not always going to be the same on a consistent basis. Like, I think it's important to allow people the flexibility to change, you know what I'm saying, or, or to evolve into something Right. Like, okay, this is what you showed me, this is what you gave me, this is what you always have to be. But that's not realistic. I'm human. You know what I mean? My interests might change. My my everything could possibly change. And you have to grow with me if you want to be with me. And I think that's where the difference yeah. comes in. Because Definitely that growth part. Hard. That growth statement is, is so true. Like, a lot of people don't understand that you're not, the person that you with today, they're not going to be the same person next year and the year after that. They're going to continue to grow whether they want to or not. That's just part of life. So, the vibe that they swear that you can't maintain is like, no, I'm outgrowing that so, quote unquote, vibe, man, I'm trying to do something bigger for you. You know what I'm saying? That's how I, that's how I look at it. Okay, I was, at the beginning, I was doing flowers and shit. All right, how can I step it up? Okay, the shit I want to step it up to is going to take a few bouquet, uh, bouquets of flowers to get. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take on a vacation or 
Right, but you know, people write checks that they <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so um, let's just move on from that. We killed that one. So uh, and I kind of threw this one in at the last minute. The family structure, since we saying healthy relationship, because some people feel it's not healthy if it ain't structured this certain way. And yeah. we, I mean, at least from my standpoint, there really ain't no perfect story. That's the whole point of this topic, but That's especially. In, and I think a um, lot of times that people, um, they, they take what they experience as the norm. Like, Right. Versus mine, you know what I'm saying? Um, so it's like I think that's something that we need to consider. I'm trying to think of an example. Like, okay, I'll use my I'll use my own life as an example. So for me, I grew up in a very unstable family structure, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a lot of examples of what a healthy marriage would look like or, or a healthy Let's see, that's that, that's why I kind of want to stop you right there. What is that? Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying to, to society standards. Okay. I'm speaking on society Got standards. Got you. Okay. Like the the two-parent household and the, you know, all of that. So what I used to tell myself all the time as a kid was, okay, when I get when I grow up, I'm going to have the husband, the dog, the, 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 the kids. Oh, yeah, the, the cat, the, the fish, kids. all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have all those things, but I... I got those things once I became an adult at a, a pretty early age. I think I got married at like 23. Mm-hmm. And once I had all of those things that I envisioned for my life, I hated my life. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, damn. Like, yeah. I thought this was going to be perfect. This is horrible. Like, I want to go back to, to what I grew up in. So I think that people have to think about that, too, when they're dealing with people. Like, yeah. we all come from different backgrounds. We all come from different experiences. And we all have this dream of Right, you got, like you said, two di- two different people, and we trying to become one. At some point, something something got to get thrown out the window. Everything can't go on the bus. You know what I'm saying? So, um, even at least my point with the family structure part, like, uh, I can't say because I, I used to feel that way too. I used to always be like, damn, like I don't have no. Only got maybe a couple examples of what I what society would consider a healthy relationship. But how do, I don't even, we all know shit ain't healthy. A lot of shit going behind closed doors, unsaid. People put up with a lot of shit that they shouldn't put up with for the sake of having what's considered a healthy relationship, family, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? My family, right. my uh, you know, everybody who listened, they, they've heard, you know, my parents got divorced when I was nine. So I was used to a different family structure from the get-go. I seen my parents date and meet others and do all the other shit. So it was like, I saw that what they were doing to me wasn't unhealthy at that point. Right. You know what I'm saying? They were, and quote-unquote, I was seeing them dating, to be honest. So it was like, it was a first-hand experience for me. Like, okay, some people would feel different about this. Like, I've had people who called me as an adult and be like, man, my parents are getting ready to get a divorce, man. And, you know, I've known you forever, man. Your parents split back in the day. It's like, how did you deal with it? And I'm like, I mean, I was a kid, bro. Like, I ain't had no fucking choice. I mean, you don't have no choice even more so now that you're an adult. So it's like, right. I guess for you, it's like you're so used to that structure where you can come home and you can see both of them. Like, I've been going, you know, to one side of the family and go to the other side of the family. Like, I, I've always been on that. So... To me, it never seemed unhealthy because it worked. Like, it, it was, was never no negative tension. Like, I seen everybody enjoy, you know, their love life on their own. You know, my mom, my dad is married. My mom is married to someone else now. And it's like, hey, I mean, I can't say that that wasn't healthy. Like, it worked. Shit. Right. But do you think that you having that experience did affect your your views on relationships, like, do you feel like it maybe had you 
have more of a disconnect when it comes to relationship or it's easier for you to dispose of the relationship because of what you saw growing up? No, uh, I'll say, be honest, it, it really was just a an example. Like, it really wasn't a uh, anything. It affected me. I can't say it didn't, but I won't say an effect to where I, like, designed my life behind it or I made any decisions as far as relationships due to that. Uh, if anything, it was just more of, okay, I see what that was like. So if I ever were to get in something like that, I would kind of know not what to expect, but I foreseen at least some of the emotions attached to it. So something like that, that's that's kind of how I've always looked at it. But um, and, and just if everybody know me by now, I'm an understanding person. So that's just how I approach a lot of stuff. I don't approach it with ill intent. If I'm approaching a relationship or I'm dating, I'm, I'm approaching with an open mind at that point. Because I won't step to it if my mind ain't open. And that's what I'm saying, like, for you, that's how you took it. But for some people, their their parents or how they the, the relationships, whatever the relationships that they mm-hmm. saw growing up, like that's their blueprint. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if they looking at their grandparents, it can't like the most aggravating thing. To me, <laughs> and I don't know why this is a pet peeve of mine. When people try to compare our generation and yep. how we move in relationships, see that's why we cool. Because I hate that shit too. This is not okay. 1968, man. Right, and then not only that. They were so limited, especially the women. Like, mm-hmm. your grandma had to stay with your granddaddy, even if he had two families up the street. Because yep. she, what was she going to do? Couldn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? She couldn't get no job. You know why he, he took, right. Kids. I was just about to say, you know why he took care of everything? Because she can't work. They don't allow her to work. If she do, she don't make enough. So she might as well stay home. So lady did that shit in the, in the in the group meeting at work. <laughs> we get ready to sound off. We was having a, a group meeting. Um, it was towards the end of the day. She like, yeah, I just want to let everybody know I'm going to court today. Go ahead and get them papers signed. I'm like, lady, why is you telling everybody this shit? Like, right. don't nobody care about that shit. <laughs> Okay, so let's go to the next uh, topic. So, dating to marry. That's something else I don't agree with. And I know, again, you just kind of explained as far as family structure. And I guess maybe we could talk about marriage a little bit too, but um, I'll go first on the dating to marry. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I really, anything I got to say about marriage, yo, yo, uh, <laughs> listeners might know what it is. <laughs> they were like, don't ever bring her back. She is horrible. <laughs> But nah, so <laughs> as far as dating to marry, I just don't agree with it. I think it's weird. You know, every person I meet, I don't want to fucking marry. Um, it's, that's, that's just the reality of it. Like, to me, marriage, I do look at it as a sacred thing. So I'm not just willy-nilly meeting people and like, boom, I want to get married. Um, right. I date with intent on getting to know people. Um, and my dating doesn't always involve intimacy. We just spend each other's time. You're a female companion. I'm enjoying your company. You enjoy my company. That's what we're doing. I'm not here with you because I think I'm going to marry you. I, I, I agree. Not immediately. <laughs> now, right. obviously, once we get to the next step, especially at our, our phase and age, yeah, I can see that. I can see... Because that's what I'm going to think. If I am dating you, I'm already thinking, or not dating, I don't want to keep using the word dating. If I am with you, we're together, we're in a relationship, at that point I've already envisioned, do I want to, could I see myself 
Because if I can't, I don't even know if I want to be in a relationship with you. Like, it's a waste of time. Right, right. I agree with you. Now, what I will say, see, I don't know, I don't know how much of your business you don't put out there. So I'm trying I, to like, when I put, so like my business I put out, they don't have any names. They don't know any okay. dates. I could be talking about some shit from 2010. That's the beauty of it. So. Okay. So I, the reason why I say that is because I, I do want to like, I want people to understand the story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, like the information that we're given and the experiences that we have. So like for me, I I have to keep in mind that I got married when I was 23. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I got, a, I got married and I got divorced in my 20s. So the things that I've already experienced, um, people are still searching for that. You know what I mean? At my age, like now this, most of my friends, they're looking for a partner to marry and all those things. And so people who, especially my friends who are already in their thirties, right? they feel like they're behind. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and trust I me. I know. Cause they be at my neck. Yeah, but I think it's kind of similar for you, too, because you've already kind of been in a situation where, although you weren't married, you were still kind of close to it. Yeah, they know that much. Right. So, for you, you've kind of experienced similar to what I've experienced. So, I think for both of us, because we had those experiences at early ages, Mm -hmm. we're not rushing, and we understand the importance of taking your time before you get into that. It's you not. There's saying? no urgency right now because, like you said, we were. We, I was almost there. You were there, and it. You see it firsthand. Like, like I right. said, with my parents' uh, situation, it wasn't that. What they what they went through it affected me every day. It was like, okay, I see that. I understand right. what that was because, even though that's what y'all went through, I went through it as well with y'all. So I understand what that feels like, but. I can move on with this, um, that situation as far as being engaged and not working out. Okay. I see how close I got. I see where I can improve at. And for me, it's not, like I said, I'm not Xing it out. It could be a possibility for marriage, but I'm not like hunting it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got to be. The the key thing that you said was, dating with intent and like dating with a purpose yeah now, what i will say so i've been single for four years right and in between that time i i can be if i'm gonna be truly transparent i was not dating with a purpose you know what i'm saying i was just out i don't think you should time. though right and and you don't always have to that's the thing like yeah. i feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves to always like okay so i need to know Wait, this is going to be up front. I need to know all your information. I need to know this, 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 this. Like, sometimes, the one thing that my mom has always said to me, and I used to just get so annoyed when she said it, but now that I'm older and I have a little bit more life experience, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, some people are in your life for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. And Mm -hmm. that I really, I feel that way in dating. And now... Because now I've I've decided that I am ready to be in a relationship, so I do want to actually start dating with a purpose instead of Uh just, you know, being for the street. You hear that, fellas? No. (laughs) (laughs) I might just be talking right now in the moment. (laughs) But in me dating, like, I, and since I've changed my mind and I'm like, you know what, I want to date with a purpose, whatever that means. I'm still (laughs) trying to figure it out. I don't know what I'm doing. But instead of me just, going from person to person to person I'm like okay me and this person didn't work out but what was the reason what did I learn from that experience you know what I mean yo 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 it's the white show welcome 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 it is yours truly the creator the host of the white show your boy white who I present a bird's eye view of black culture that makes you laugh, think, and feel. I aim for bridging gaps and connecting dots culturally along the way by using music, entertainment, and history. So please enjoy. Stay true. Do you. Yo, yo, yo. It's the White Show.
And I think sometimes, like you said, I don't have to date you with the intent of marrying you out the gate. I'm I'm dating you with the intent of learning. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think that's more so what people need to focus on is the what can you take from this experience. Not not anything necessarily tangible, but how can I grow from this experience? It don't always have to be married. Hell, we don't. I, I be telling people don't rush to get married. Yeah. Like you I, need to know everything about it. Um, you know who Tony Gaskins is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I told told you this when Tony Gaskins had made a post and he was like, "12 months should be your cutoff date." Like in 12 months, you need to know are you gonna marry this person or not? And I'm like, damn! Like, don't you think you need to live with a person, or don't you think right. you need to like? I just don't like the limitations. That's what I. I right. think that's my biggest thing of this overall. We still got a lot of points to hit, but like, it's just the limitations that we have. Um, and our limitations is our preferences. We're limited to what we prefer. So, right. In that sense, it's harder to find that. Even if you're dating with intent or purpose, you you know you said you're ready to date again, or you know start having interest in someone, um, I feel like that is dating with intent because you're looking you're looking to have experiences with people who have the similar view. Now, along the way, like you said, you're going to run into people that's not there for that and that's, they're there for a season or a reason. And that's how I've looked at anything in the past. Like, once it, I felt, like, once I knew I was done with something, and most of the time I knew before they knew, <laughs> I would say to myself, like, damn, okay, now that this is over, I wonder why God put me here. Like, what did I do? Like, they definitely helped me with something, but I wonder what I helped them with. I'll ask myself that for real. And I'll be like, well, I know I dropped a few gems. Hopefully, I stick with them. Hopefully, they use it to better themselves. But that is what it is. Uh, So, and then you just kind of dove into the next one because I was about to ask, is there a time frame to set expectations? But... You kind of just said it like with the twelve months, and it was just like, oh, like I mean, not this. No, nobody's gonna want to wait or know. Like, not that the, you told the person that you're interested in that you're gonna marry them, but in your head, like you said, you're supposed to know after twelve months. Right. It's like no, you might feel that way, and then that following year, like some very bad old skeletons might come out that you just didn't know she had. Some. Right family shit might pop up and you might be like, oh, damn, because we only know how people react in the moments that they've had with us until they come across something that we they haven't experienced yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how you handle death. That might, uh, somebody passing may spark something that you had. I don't know none of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> that shit right. take time. You talking about marrying somebody it's like, shit. Right. That's true. I mean, for me, See, this topic, I think we, you, you you told me that we were going to talk about this, and this is actually probably the most difficult topic for me to talk about because here's my thing with expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, everything you just said, I agree with. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not just saying it because it's your show. I no, no. I know. But um, what I was thinking about when it comes to expectations is how early to set expectations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if if me and you been talking for, we'll just say, I don't know, we'll just say two months. I feel like two months is a quick amount of time. Yeah. You know, should I, am I in the right to feel like you're obligated to me now? You know what I mean? Like, if I <sighs> need something, I should I think with healthy communication, it. it can be. That's, that's literally the word that we're we stuck on it, which is expectations. Right. If you have those expectations, I think that needs to be communicated. And a lot of times we don't. We just assume, well, okay, as far as what we see a healthy relationship at this point, this is what's supposed to happen. And right. when it doesn't happen, you get mad and then you start assuming that, okay, well, this is what's going to happen. It's like, we didn't discuss nothing. Right. And it's not to say that you got to swindle it. It's just to see exactly what, you know, it sucks. What, what's the phrase that people had said? Like, what are we? Or what are we doing? Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just about to say that. I was just about to ask you, so how do you feel? Because usually I feel like it's the woman asking the what are we. And so, look, that that goes into the, <laughs> see, we flowing. All right. 
and damn, good pun too, because the next part was going with the flow or learning someone. Because I, I know a lot of women hate that, and not a lot of do. I know for me, I don't like to use that phrase because I don't like to scare a woman off. But in all actuality, I, I am going with the flow because I'm trying to figure you out without drilling you like it's a freaking interview. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, that, that makes I when that when a woman does that to me. She becomes undesirable. Like I'm no longer when interested. Does the what are we? Not the what are we, but like the the drilling at the beginning. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, in turn, if the woman isn't like that, that can kind of give you a, a incubation to not not making any move until that two month mark to where she's saying what are we because she didn't put no pressure on you, but. At the same time, when you start grilling me at the beginning, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I get it. You protecting yourself, but if you got to go through all that, maybe, you know, maybe this this ain't going to work because you, you got a lot of stuff you got to work out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's certain things you should ask. There's other things that some people ask that are trauma-driven. It's not a, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can tell. Like, they'll ask me something. I'm like, all right, this definitely happened to them. And it's it okay. Yeah, but it's like, God damn, give me the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? Ask me the regular shit. You know, of course, you want to know if I got a job, if I got kids and shit like that. But have you ever did this to Like, oh, wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so here's my thing, right? Because I've always been a go-with-the-flow type of person, and I always prided myself on that, and that's why I think I, I never have had any, like, crazy drama with men or nothing like that. But see, and a lot of women, I won't say a lot of women, but I know most women, they're not going to agree with that. So you, you, right. you kind of a rebel in a way. <laughs> but, now let me just say but. Uh-oh, let me close my mouth then. I spoke to you soon. Right. <laughs> but, what I realized is, me being so, and I've told you this too, me being so easy to please, I feel like has caused a lot of men that I've dealt with to only do the bare minimum or to see how long they can just kind of skate mm-hmm. without there being any real expectations. So I have been tested since I've decided, you know, I'm going to get out the street for a little bit. Mm. I have been trying a little bit more to set my expectations up front. Now, I ain't drilling nobody, yeah. of course, because I think this. I think sometimes women can be a little bit overzealous. Of course. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> a little easy bit, this teeny, teeny little bit, we can be overzealous. Right. And then I'd be like, your turn. You'd be like, huh? I'm like, what you mean, huh? I done told you my whole life story, baby. You better tell me something. Right. Uh, I'd be tra- now, that's why I'd be skating now. I don't really know too much about me. I agree. A way that you have to ask questions and that you have to communicate your expectations. You ain't got to come out like, okay, so tell me about your last girlfriend. Was you a cheetah? Was you a dog? Was you, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to be. No, do you feel like that would make, because I'm pretty sure this might come up with somebody's mind, that would make a man or make you make the, ah, I don't know how to say this. Would that make. Let's say you were on a date or whatever, and you're not grilling him, but you are asking those questions, and you see him become a little inferior or scared. Does that become a red flag to you as far as can he, I don't want to say, is he not a man, is he not a man or, because I know initially you may feel like, okay, am I being too hard? But if you know you're not being hard and it's still, he's still, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how to figure it out. Red flag per se because I know that I'm asking the more difficult questions. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, you're so mature. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so mature. Because if I heard that, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, damn. Now I feel like I could tell you my whole life. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, that's, that's what I had to learn is that it's not about being overzealous. It's about being to where a man feel like it's a safe space and it's a, and he can feel secure 
and opening up to me. So instead of me you being like, now. I don't tell me, you did you know all your girlfriends? Was you a dog? I'm be like, so tell me, what what are your thoughts on cheating? Like, Boom. What, what's your views on that? Look at you. You, you know be I mean? pimping. You be pimping all low. <laughs> you be setting niggas up. Like, all right, I'm going to get this nigga to open up. Let me warm him up real quick. Yes, can we get two margaritas? Get this nigga warmed hey, up. That's a little razzle-dazzle on the wordplay. You know? <laughs> hell no, that's funny as hell. So, uh, since we did the expectations and going with the flow, we was supposed to do the, I guess, healthy, our new dynamic in our new season. Um, so, damn, what was we supposed to do? I think you brought that up. Well, I think we kind of, I think we kind of talked about it because I was saying, like, for me, I'm in a new season. Well, I told my business. (laughs) But I say, you know, I'm in a new season where it's like, okay, I've been single for four years. Oh, I remember what we were going to talk about because we were talking about our experiences with dating now that we both are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm newly single. So, but we're both still in like a new dating season. So it's like our experiences with this. Because I told you like, for me, it's really difficult for me to date because I'm so used to just doing my own thing. You know what I'm saying? And and not really having to like deal with nobody for rip rip. If a nigga irritate me or piss me off or whatever the case may be, if he breathes wrong, like he (laughs) chew and eat like a bulldog. Uh, Not a (laughs) bulldog. You know what I'm saying? If I don't want to talk to him, I don't have to talk oh, to him. Oh, man. But I can't be so quick to... That's quick with you. <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I can't be so so quick to dispose of a situation yeah. just because of certain character flaws. You know what I mean? And so, for me, being in this new season of dating is it, really awkward for me. And people think because, you know, I'm a single parent or because uh, I've been single for so long that I'm just ready to jump into a new relationship or I'm just ready to immediately be with somebody. And I'm like, nah, baby. Okay, yeah, I do remember this conversation now. So I'll say some of my part. So in the new dating season, like I said, I, I am dating. I'm going on dates and stuff. Um, I'm just getting to know people. Like I said, I'm enjoying the female companionship just for that moment. Um, but nothing serious. But the problem I run into is like what you were saying is, and I don't know if this the energy I put off, but I guess women see me as just a relationship type of guy. So I'm getting into these, going on these dates and I'm not the most sociable person, but I'm, I'm likable. I would say, so, at that point, it just seems like it go from, all right, because they show interest in me, it's like I'm obligated to it now. It was like, no, I didn't even come to you. You came to me, so all of a sudden, I'm obligated mm-hmm. to be at your attention because you're interested in me. You I know? see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Now, and it's now- not saying to chase me. It's saying the expectations like we always talk about. As far as me understanding that now, because now that I'm back out there and I'm in a different phase with it, it's different for me on both sides as far as the ages that I'm coming across, the right. <laughs> what we call quote-unquote family structures. Like, all, everything has changed as far as my field. So I'm coming across all of that. The older women that, like I was joking about, that shit real. <laughs> so... I'm looking at it in the aspect of, look, man, I'm, I ain't out here willy nilly, but goddamn, man, y'all, I just got out of one. I'm not trying to go right back. Let a nigga breathe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but on on an accountability side, though, Uh-oh. we're gonna take self accountability. Yeah, I made bad decisions. But not even that. Do you feel like? Well, I, I'll say for me. I'll say for me first. No, you go for me. <laughs> I like it. So, do you feel like there are some things that maybe you're doing to give women a certain vibe that that that's what you're looking for? You know what I mean? Or are, are you not putting that out there? Like, hey, you know, right now I'm just chilling. I just got out of a situation. I do put that out there. I will say that. I'll say my, my, not weakness, but what I don't do is I don't repeat it enough. 
but I say it firmly um, when I initially, and that's kind of, oh, that's perfect. That was something else I put down. So why is it, is it bad? What's wrong with the phrase, I'm not looking for a relationship? Because I feel like I've done that. I won't say feel. I have done that a couple times in my past and felt like I ended up getting bullied into a relationship. But I start off a lot with that as far as the dating, like you're saying. I'll start off with that. Like, look, I'm not looking for that. I'm on this. I'm focused, blah, 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 blah. Conversation go good. I don't try to talk to him every day, but at that point, it just be like, boom. You're saying me about men, though, because (laughs) y'all think that just because you say it one time, that that's supposed to be it. And I don't think that y'all realize that a lot of times y'all say that that one time, but y'all actually don't match our words. Yeah, because I'm talking, but that's why I get confused. How does me talking to you or having multiple conversations turn into that? And, and like you say, maybe you don't repeat it enough. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, yeah. and, and that's why I personally am an advocate for the what are we conversation. I feel like that should be had because, yeah, I things, agree. like you said, things change. And, you know, what if, what if when we first meet, you might be talking to a, a few different women. You know what I'm saying? You Which I would assume. I assume most people are because that's what dating is. And that's why the expectations always, to me, it blurs shit because I know before you met me, not to say you might have been talking to five dudes, but you might have been in contact with somebody else consistently or maybe you were testing the waters. It was some, yeah. somebody else before me. I understand that. So... For you to come to me all of a sudden and want to drop everything, and now I have to drop everything crazy in trouble. Like, what? I. But you don't necessarily have to drop everything, but, but you know, we both may be talking to multiple people, but maybe we just have a better chemistry. So now yeah, I can you agree. may have gone from talking to a few different women to maybe just talking to me and, I don't know, So Cassandra. So does, like, does, 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 life is going to change. Does chemistry... So, because you have chemistry with somebody, does that then set the platform for expectations? I think that... Because, you know, we don't like limitations, and I feel like that's what that... It's like, it's every time it comes back down to it, and I guess maybe maybe that's the thing about it, too. Maybe there, it, there's nothing wrong with expectations. I just think it's how we approach them. I think that there's nothing wrong with expectations as long as y'all have open communication. Like, I've learned that I really want to be with a man or really want to deal with a man who knows how to communicate his feelings and don't feel like, damn, I I told you this in the beginning. Like, God damn, I got to keep saying it. Well, I'm going to need you to keep saying it because now... You know, you taking me this place, doing this for me, doing that for me. I'm doing X, Y, and Z for you. So and that's so now we moving. This that's place. reassurance, and for me, yeah. And now, now tell me if I'm wrong. And I'm uh, all my listeners out there, y'all can tell I'm being very open today. Now, hold on, I just lost my my spot. What was you just saying right before then? I was saying now we moving different. Before that, I was saying that we were. Look, because I was trying to make sure I kept the listeners together, but I, I lost my damn spot right after I said that shit. But I was just saying, like, you know, now now we moving different, so I think it is important to come back and have that conversation, because even though we moving different, I might be thinking, like, okay, maybe want a little bit more than what oh, we yeah. started out with. Oh, yeah, I said you know what reassurance. What That's what I said. Reassurance. Okay, but so reassurance. you don't want that, then you're going to be like, no, hey, I, I still feel I, I so as far as reassurance and that's why I was saying tell me if I'm wrong if it's bad that I only would want to apply reassurance once we get to a certain status like I don't feel like reassurance is an obligation for me in that dating phase I don't think you have to so so you have to explain to me what you mean by reassurance because I'm not saying like you got to be like yeah I still like you but I, I want to be like okay so are we moving towards something else, or are we still, you know, cool and just having a good time? Like, but see that, that, that and that's where the line gets drawn. At a lot of women not trying to just have a good time, and I and I'm I don't blame them for that. I'm not saying that they're supposed to. Um, 
they want exclusivity. That's what I come across most of the time, man. And that, not even just leaving it at that, they want a relationship. I know right. I've rarely ran across a woman where I, huh? That's why you gotta have the conversation because if, if at some point that's what she wants, then you need to be able to communicate with her like, hey, you know, I'm not in that place in my life where I can give you what it is that you want. So I'm gonna go ahead and move around and and give you the freedom to be able to find the person who can give you what it is that you're looking for. But see, I think that people be so possessive of people. Boom. You know what I mean? And they think that because we've spent X amount of time. And that's what I was stating earlier. It's not even the fact that I don't want to do it. Just how you said when you would try to get more the dude to explain himself more, you made it more comfortable for him. Not that you have to, but because you might be interested in him, you're like, hey, I want him to express himself, but I'm not going to grill him. That same way that you're saying that people being possessive because I got chemistry with you, all of a sudden I'm supposed to, it's like, no. Okay, cool. We got some shit that's alike. We just sat here and said uh, it take a man a whole year to know if he. No, it, that it's just not. A, there's no expectation for me to know when I'm gonna be right there. And my caveat to all that bullshit that I was saying earlier is just I would never hold nobody down to that. I'm not telling you to fuck with me until I feel like no. Please leave me. Go find a man that you want and post that shit and sell out about me. Do all that. <laughs> You feel me? Yeah. But I'm just not, I'm going to make my point. Like, I get what you're saying. I, and I don't want people to think I'm that type of dude. I say it one time only. I'm just saying right. to the point where I say it enough to where I feel like it is out there. But a lot of times it's running into where it's pushback and it becomes a challenge. My homeboy, um, shout out to my homeboy Flight, Free Game Flight Podcast. He talk about that a lot where before he I think he's in a relationship now but he will always run into that same issue like ladies if a man tell you he does not want a relationship believe him like it's not he's not trying to he's not trying to say hey I've just bullshit I want you to go harder like no that nigga mean that no you right but but that's what I'm saying with men y'all think because y'all say it one time like, that's it. That's and I agree. A lot of niggas do do that. I don't say I do it, but as a, as a whole, like we yeah. We have to continue to address this because, like we said earlier, people evolve, people change, people want mm-hmm. more, people want less. And I think that, for me, I'm in a space now where I feel like I want everything to be communicated. Yeah. Everything. We, we, need to, we need to have an a open line of communication. And we need to That's know how I feel. we are. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I think that a lot of us avoid those tough conversations. Yep. Yeah, but see, I, and I, I learned from some older people. It's just, and just how you saying with communication. At this point, I'm just, I'd rather want somebody who want me just as much. You feel me? So, right. even if this person know I don't want no relationship, I ain't telling them to fuck with me. But if they still feel like, hey, I'm going to be around, yeah, I'm going to appreciate that. And... I'm, yeah, that 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 can lead to something else, but I'm not looking for that. But at the same point, I'm not. I'm just not adjusting. I'm gonna be open to communicating what I'm looking for, how I feel. You know what I'm saying? So again, listeners, I don't want y'all to think this is my first rodeo. We just have an open dialogue, so right, being right. transparent because I know a lot of people can relate to this mm-hmm. shit. They just can't put it out there like that. So. And I'll tell you the dopest thing that happened to me recently, and 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 shout out to this guy because that was really dope to me, and I never experienced this, but I had really good chemistry with this dude. Like we was talking all day, every day, we were spending time together, all this. Like it was, it was, we were dedicating a lot of time to each other, and we told each other at the beginning of us getting to know each other that we were going to allow the flexibility to change our minds. Right, mm-hmm. we're gonna allow that freedom to be able to decide. Oh, no, I ain't feeling it. And it, a few, a little bit of time went by, and I kind of felt like the vibe had changed, right? Mm-hmm. And it probably was my fault. It was probably a lot my fault, but I felt like the vibe had changed, and so I went to him. And, and typically, I wouldn't do this, but I went to him and I said, "Hey, do you feel like maybe the vibe between us is a little different?" And he was just like, "Actually, I do." And he was like, I've been thinking about it. And he felt like it was his fault. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, hey, how about we just not put the blame on anybody? And we, it, do you think that maybe we should just fall back? 
because we both have whatever going on that we have going on. Mm. And we were able to come to a common understanding of, yeah, you know what, we're going to fall back, but we appreciated each other's time. We learned from each other, and we just was like, if it's meant to be, we'll come back to each other. If not, then we just gonna move around and appreciate the time that we spent together. Right. And it was so, like... And I'd rather it be something like that because I've created, and I'm going to be honest again, I've created so many enemies with women because they couldn't just keep it at that point. And I wasn't being, I wasn't communicating enough to let them know how I felt to a point where they just hate me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I I don't care about that shit. They can hate me. (laughs) But uh, I'm just saying it in reference to what we're talking about. Um, So let's just go to the last, the last topic. Uh, what the fuck is a toxic trait? We throw that word around so much. We just think it's supposed to stick to everything. And I see so many people talk about it. Like, what's your toxic trait? What's this? And I'm like, I actually answer somebody. I'm like, oh, I don't. I honestly, to me, maybe I might expose it today. Maybe I can point it out. But I don't feel like I have a toxic trait, like, because I don't think it's toxic, like. I think what people say toxic is just like bad fucking habits. Yeah. Now, if that's what the definition of toxic is, I guess. But to me, I think toxic is something that's not good for you. It's like it's poison, you know. You yeah. Every time you take this, it, it hurts you more and more. So this person that you keep dealing with, they're not helping you. They're hurting you. It's not that whatever habit they have, you know, specifically towards a relationship, but just you keep going back to something that it just, it just keeps going around in a circle. So I don't know, maybe that's not what it is, but I just, I just feel like we overuse it. Definitely. Definitely. I feel like that was toxic was the word of 2020. Like everything, everything people use the word toxic. So it definitely has been overused. But I actually, I think that you described it perfectly. Like, it's it's poison. So, something that could poison the future of your relationship or your situation or, mm-hmm. like you say, just, just you bringing toxicity to my peace or my whatever the case may be. Like, yeah. it's like poison is perfect. It's the perfect way to describe it. So, <laughs> um, I think... Um, yeah, bad. You see, this is the thing. Like, what what's considered toxic versus it being just a character flaw? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even the same thing with red flags. Like, people be like, "Oh, that's a red flag. That's a red right. flag." Right. Maybe it's just a character flaw. Like, we are we not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I think that isn't. I think the toxic part is the character flaw. Constantly, constantly being tapped into to maintain whatever it is that you're doing. Right. That's uh basically like when I say people use their insecurities against people, that can be you looked at as a toxic type of right. thing because it's like that's poisonous because you you're gonna put all of your insecurities onto me that I wasn't prepared for. I don't know how to deal with because you've been holding on to it. Now I got to carry my shit and your shit? Hell no. That's okay, so, uh, so you would say a toxic <clears throat> trait is a habitual thing that you continue to do or a habitual, like, um, act. So if, if, if we'll just say I have, I'm insecure, right? Mm-hmm. And every time I see you texting, I'm like, oh, oh you text another bitch? Yep. Oh, you so me every that, single time. Then it becomes toxic. Yeah. Now, if it happens one time, or not even one, you know, just a few times to where it's not redundant, then yeah, right. I get it. But if it's like, no matter what, we out in public, I'm, I gotta walk straight. Or if I look to the side, you think, hell no, nah, I ain't dealing with no shit like that. That's okay. too much. Then it becomes a toxic trait. Yeah, to- just very toxic. Uh, um, you know, heavy arguments like. I don't, you know the the arguments may get so intense, but every you know y'all come back together every time after the argument, and it mm, just keep this night. Yeah, that shit toxic as fuck. Cause it's like y'all not nothing's getting fixed. You just you poison the shit with the argument, and then once the poison go away, you try to come back, and then you get poisoned again. You just keep the same shit gonna keep happening. Right. So it's 
feel like a combative person. I'm trying to sit here and think like if I had to if I had to pick a toxic trait about myself, what would it be? That's what I was trying to pick. I think I don't know. Yours would be that you be you be very nonchalant. See, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> so I think it's my nonchalantness. <laughs> okay, I can take that. Y'all hear that white show? I'm, I'm a, my toxic trait is nonchalantness. <laughs> I'm going to try to work on that. I learned something today. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so my toxic trait, I would say, would be um, my, my lack of patience. I, I definitely, I'm not as patient as I probably should be if I want to be involved with another human being. Um, <laughs> human being. You got to call him human being. I already know it. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, my lack of patience and how I am so uh, easily ready to dispose of a situation. Like, I'll be ready to walk away from something quick. And I know that that's toxic because I'll never be able to really have a, a... a flourishing relationship if I'm always like one foot in, one foot out. Right. So I say that would be my toxic trait. Okay. Well, do you have a toxic trait that you, for lack of better words, are addicted to as far as in another person? Mm, uh, like some men like girls with attitude. Uh, I won't. So, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say I I don't know if it's toxic I do like aggressive women but I think mine is just more based upon my family structure because my mother she's very passive so I've always wanted the opposite of that because um, my mom she was always passive so I was used to you know my mom would just you know just bat the eye just not really look at anything but Shoot, I guess I just like and now the thing is, um, I think maybe we did talk about this because I think that's where sometimes women get it confused. Maybe not aggressive women. I just like strong. Uh, what do they call it? Because I'm not trying to shoot my mom now. My mom is strong and she's very you know smart and intelligent, but like very like forward. Like yeah, that's the phrase I was trying to <laughs> think of that damn phrase. Yeah. <laughs> so head, yeah, somebody, you know, who's just very headstrong. Because um, when you say aggressive, that's what I actually don't want. Because a lot of women, I'm a strong woman. It's like, you're not, you're just aggressive. <laughs> you're very <laughs> aggressive and you keep thinking you're strong. People get out your way because you aggressive. Ah, but then sometimes that that's where you could be addicted to that toxic trait because yeah. you look for headstrong but really you getting aggressive and maybe that's also I don't know if I'll maybe I might like it but if it's not if it hasn't worked out then maybe I'm just being bamboozled Ooh. I don't know what maybe I don't know what a strong head woman look like a headstrong to us I don't know how to say this <laughs> shit a strong head headstrong <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cause again, some women hear that and think that means they need to be more like harsh. I'm like, lady, I will block you. <laughs> right, relax, ma'am. For real. But um, that's all I really got for today. Got a couple minutes. I definitely appreciate you showing up, showing out, putting your input in. This won't be the last time. I hope y'all like this because we're gonna try to bring home more. So. Yeah, you can give them your tags, let them know all your stuff. You got a couple minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you can follow me on IG, cookies, double underscore B-A-D-D. Um, I am also on Snapchat, but I don't really be on there too much. That's what all the, the married men be trying to um, <laughs> call at me. So, I don't do too much. But on Snapchat, is cookies, O-D-E-E. And... Really, that's it. I appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to me and all my craziness. Hopefully, y'all weren't doing too much. But this was fun. I, I definitely want to come back. Um, and we'll have to do a little bit more collabs going forward. Most definitely. 
So I appreciate everybody uh, listening. You know, this is The White Show. Um, y'all continue to listen, continue to share, like. Y'all make sure y'all go to the website, order your merchandise. Um, listen to all the old episodes, man. We got the, the drinking card games. Just a whole bunch of stuff, man. Be on the lookout for all the other updates, man. I appreciate y'all. About to play this song to close off, fans. So just hold off. Uh, y'all stay true. Do you. Yo, yo, yo. It's the White Show. <laughs>